This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The host, the tremendously talented host of You Better You Bet and Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, the one and only Nick Costos. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Also be sure to listen to You Better You Bet the podcast for more of Nick's excellent analysis. Just search you bet wherever you find your podcast. Hello, Mr. Costos. Bill, what's going on, man? How are we doing today? Living the dream. Life is beautiful. Everything is marvelous. Let me ask you a question. Do you ever, um, do you, do you ever, I mean, Nick, you know, we just, we just lost Nick Costos. Everything's great. We're going to effort Nick Costos. Here's what I'm going to ask Nick. If he ever bets, when we get him back, on first coach, to be fired because I actually do think from a gambling perspective there can be some value in that but you are betting on someone to lose their job which on first blush feels from a karma perspective not great on second thought all these guys have a bunch of money and Nick Costos back with us Nick I was asking you will you bet do you like betting do you ever put money down in the NFL or any other sport on first coach to be fired oh yeah I mean I haven't looked at that market in a little bit, but yeah, like especially before the season, that's a ridiculously fun market to try and figure out. I actually don't know if like there's an obvious candidate now that the Bears won last week. Like Eberflus was obviously the overwhelming favorite going into last week, and then and then they win a game. McDaniel's just won with the Raiders. They beat the Packers on Monday night, so I don't really know if there's like an obvious candidate that like makes sense. Like I guess like Frank Reich starting to take like bail shots at ownership. <laughs> yeah, he's in the first, yeah. He, in the first year of a contract, so I like I doubt that's going to happen. I, I actually I don't think we're at Denver's brutal, but like Peyton's in the first year of his deal. Uh, I, I actually I don't think we're going to see a coach fired in season this year. Could be wrong. We'll see how it goes, but I don't know if that's going to happen this year. Yeah, it's the exact thought that I had too. That it's hard to, to peg who it is. And I was and I was thinking about McDaniel's because they're they're playing the Patriots this weekend, right? So that like that's an interesting game. And it, it, not not that the Raiders are going to win, but if they win that game, that you got to think that buys you a, a whole lot of time. Uh, Mr. Costos, Nick Costos here on the show i'm not even going to ask you about a specific game just what is for you what is the game either from a gambling perspective or just from a football perspective that you're putting money on that you are the most excited about this weekend yeah i I think bill i think it's the Bengals and the seahawks on sunday in cincinnati where 
I think we're going to have a lot of questions answered, right? And I think people will pivot immediately to the Seattle side, or rather to the Cincinnati side, where, hey, like, is Joe Burrow actually hashtag back? I think he is, based on what we saw last week against Arizona. And I think that's going to be the question people uh, want answered. Like, is Burrow going to be able to do this? Is Cincinnati going to be the Super Bowl contender that they that we thought they would be coming into the year? I, and, and that is true, and that's really interesting. I think the Seahawks part of this is incredibly interesting as well. So Seattle's coming off their bye. Like, like play, has obviously played well thus far this season. Like, lost week one to the Rams. Like, big win in week two against Detroit. Destroyed the Giants on Monday night prior to the bye. Like, if Cincinnati, if, if Seattle comes out and goes to Cincinnati in this game, Bill, and wins this game, and, like, the defense plays well, and they look more like the Legion of Boom with the rookie Devin Witherspoon, I think we can start to have, like, a legitimate conversation. Like, where does Seattle belong in the NFC elite? Like, obviously, in a rung below both San Francisco and Philadelphia, but you might be able to make the case, given that they beat Detroit on the road in week two, that maybe Seattle's like the third best team in the conference. So that's a really high leverage game. And the other one, Bill, that I'll give you, and this is like a much lesser game, would be Minnesota and Chicago. Oh, yeah. And this is much, this is much more interesting, Bill, on the Minnesota side than, than it is the Chicago side. Because, like, if Minnesota loses this game, and this is not – like, we can take this into a betting angle if you'd like, and, like, what bets do you want to make if this, in fact, happens? Like, if the Vikings lose this game, they go to one and five. Kirk Cousins is not under contract past the season. And I know I'm, I'm probably not telling you, Bill, or the audience anything you guys don't already know because this is getting talked about. They just put their backup quarterback, Nick Mullins, on IR. Jaron Hall, fifth-round rookie, is the backup. Where if they lose this game, like, season's over for Minnesota. Like, you ain't making the playoffs. Your quarterback's only under contract through this year, and the rest of the roster's brutal, and Justin Jefferson's on IR out four to six weeks. By the way, he didn't get the contract extension he wanted. He's going to be in no rush to come back. I think you might see the Vikings trade Kirk Cousins, probably to the Jets if they do it. He'd have to waive his no-trade clause. And then I think the tank rolls into Minnesota, and they're intentionally trying to lose in order to get Caleb Williams or Drake May. So I think it's a really high-leverage game, actually, on Sunday in Chicago with the Vikings and the Bears. I mean, that is a – you're right. There's a lot going on in what, at least for me, is the – you are a, the, the bumble. I mean, the, both these teams and both these – organizations how will you because I actually kind of I don't I guess I like to inflict pain upon myself is what feels like just desserts for being a Bears fan so I'm gonna bet this game how which direction would you would you recommend it looks like it's three right now yeah I think it's it's Vikings or nothing it's probably a look at the over as well but Bill something that you know that was talked about a lot going into last night's game and if we do like some other games on the board it's gonna have to come up and I hate to have these conversations and like turn the conversation away from fun things like hey like What's going to happen in the game? Like, how do you see matchups playing out? Like, the weather could potentially be really bad, like in a lot of places in the Midwest coming up this weekend. We saw the wind bad last night in Kansas City. We might get a fake game in Cleveland on Sunday with the Browns and the 49ers. We can talk about that game if you want. And potential inclement weather and wind as well in Soldier Field. And that's why we've seen, along with Justin Jefferson, out this total dip so low. So if, like, we get to Sunday, and this is all information that's publicly available. It's not like weather reports are only available to, like, hashtag Vegas or, like, the shadowy cabal <laughs> or, or, like, like quote-unquote quote sharp betters. Like, you, the person listening, can Google Chicago weather today on Sunday morning. And if the wind's only, like, 15 miles per hour, this total's way too low with two bad defenses at 44-and-a-half. So right now, Bill, a lean for me towards the Vikings to cover – and the, uh, and the over in the game. Something else to keep in mind, a couple of weeks ago, the Broncos played on the road in Chicago, had the big second-half comeback. That point spread closed, Broncos minus three in Chicago. Now it's Vikings minus three in Chicago, and I know there's no Justin Jefferson. You can't tell me that the Vikings aren't better than the Broncos, so I do think the number's a little short as well. Nick Costos here on the show. Nick, what do you do when you've got 
really big no- – right, so Dolphins are basically – it's a little less than this, but basically two touchdown favorites hosting the Panthers. The Bills are huge favorites. They're more than a touchdown. 14.5 is what I saw last uh, against that hapless Giants team. I'm sorry. What uh, Do you avoid these games, or do you just size them up like you would anything else and comfortably bet whatever direction you're feeling? Yeah, I think it's, you know, I, I always urge people to try and, like, stay away from, like, blanket thoughts and feelings when it comes to betting on sports. Like, each game is its own individual puzzle piece that, like, deserves the time to try and be figured out if you're going to try and make, like, a good bet on the game. So, like, we could talk about those two games briefly. Bills-Giants, I mean, my hope, Bill, was that the Giants would get a better injury report. The number would dip down to, like, 12 and a half, let's say, if all the Giants were going to play. Like, Saquon's going to play and the offensive linemen are going to play. And then we want to come and bet Buffalo at, like, 12 and a half or 13. Unfortunately, that has not happened. Now it looks like Daniel Jones is not going to play. The offensive linemen aren't going to play. Maybe Saquon plays, but, I mean, how are they going to be able to do anything against this Bills defense that leads the league in sacks? So I guess, like, my only handicapping thought in that game would be, you know, Dable comes from Buffalo, obviously, and, like, Josh Allen loves him. The GM for the Giants comes from Buffalo, and I think the organization loves him. And Tyrod Taylor would start a quarterback in place of Daniel Jones, and he led Sean McDermott to, the, to a playoff berth and McDermott's first year as Bills coach. So maybe they take their foot off the accelerator a little bit. They like a lot of guys on the Giants. So maybe that happens, but I don't think that's like a great betting game. As far as the Panthers and the Dolphins, I can't believe I'm saying this, man. I, I like Carolina a little bit to cover the spread. Now, Carolina got blown out last week, obviously, by Detroit. But Bryce Young in the second half of that game, albeit like in come-from-behind fashion against like a prevent defense, a soft defense, actually looked like functional and competent. And then the reports come out earlier this week that the Panthers are simplifying things now for Bryce Young, like taking some stuff off his plate. I actually think he's going to play pretty well in this game. Not that the Panthers are going to win, but I do think the Panthers will cover. I like that game to go over the total as well. Nick, when you look at just like, let's say somebody wants to, and I know we're into the season, they want to bet on who's going to win the whole thing. And Niners are the favorites, and the Chiefs are just behind them. The Eagles, I think, are 6.5-1. to one. Dolphins are 10-1. to one. Bills are 10-1. to one. I think the Cowboys are a total farce. But whatever, they're 12-1. They're to one. Ravens, Lions, Chargers, sort of, you work your way down. The Jags are 25-1. to one. I mean, I guess if you think Deshaun Watson's going to be healthy and, and, and whatever, 28-1. to one. Is there any number there, any team that you think there's some interesting value for those folks that want to bet some futures? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can answer your question. It'll be my opinion. And, like, you, Bill, or, like, Pretty Daddy, or, like, one of the listeners can have a different <laughs> opinion. Like, like, my opinion would be, like, I, I think the Chargers might be ready to go on a run. But here's the problem with that. Oh, I love that. Like, they're home underdogs on Monday night to Dallas. So in kind of lieu of giving you my opinion here, which would be like the Chargers at a big number, or maybe the Ravens, or Cincinnati, honestly, if you think the Bengals are going to win this weekend to get to 3-3, three and three, they've got a bye coming up. Like the Bengals are probably the team that makes the most sense if you're trying to like, like bet like a, like a longer price. I right. would encourage people to think of it like this. If I make this bet right now, the, like a futures bet, is it more likely in the short term like to age well or age poorly? And I will... Go to the Brock Purdy MVP conversation here for a second to illustrate my point. So Purdy has the huge game right on Sunday night against Dallas, and now everyone's talking about him for MVP. Now he's 7-1. to one. So let's say like you, the person listening, you think Brock Purdy's going to win NFL MVP, and he might. I don't think he's going to, but he might. Like, is now the time to bet him when they're on the road in Cleveland this weekend against a great Browns defense and the total in the game is 36 and the, the win might be so insane they can't throw the ball? 
So, like, they could win the game, the Niners. They could win by margin. Is Purdy going to go for 304 touchdowns in this game? Like, probably not. Like, compare and contrast with Josh Allen, for instance, who's one of the MVP favorites. Two-touchdown favorite against the Giants. Or Tua, he's the second choice in the market. Like, two-touchdown favorite against Carolina. Like, your bet's probably not going to age well. So, always think about entry point when you're making a bet. My opinion would be the Chargers or the Bengals. But, I mean, people can have differences of opinions in this uh, sort of thing. To your to, to, and to your point, and Pretty Daddy uh, can attest to this in the in the way that only Pretty Daddy can. At one point last year in the NBA, Embiid got down to fourteen to one in December, and I was hammering the drum, Embiid, Embiid, Embiid. Because you're right, like people are such captives of the moment, Nick. And I suppose for you, professional gambling expert, like trying to have some perspective against the groupthink, I would imagine is a big part of you trying to put these puzzle pieces together. Yeah, and I think people kind of make it binary, right, where it's either, like, good bet or bad bet. Like, right now, is it good or bad? And there's often a lot more nuance and complexity to it. Like, the whole Purdy MVP thing, everyone's just focused on, like, look at what he just did. But then, like, people are ignoring kind of, okay, like, he can win, but if he's going to win, like, the Niners have to go, like, 16-1 and or 15-2. and And by the way, like, that might happen. This might be, like, a historical regular season team, like a total juggernaut. And if that's going to be the case and they go 16-1, and one, like, sure, he can win. But what if they go, like, 13-4? and four, And then a team in the AFC goes 13-4. and four. Let's say it's Buffalo or Kansas City, right? Who's going to have better stats? Like Allen, like Allen, you know, Herbert, Mahomes, these guys? Or is it going to be Brock Purdy? Also, McCaffrey scores a touchdown every game. He'll cannibalize the vote. So it's like things are a little more nuanced just then. Well, this guy played well last week, so now I must bet him because the theoretical hashtag value is on him. It's like it's not that easy. Like a little more like thought needs to be put into it, I think. Nick Costos here on CBS Sports Radio. I'm Bill Ryder. Nick, last one for you. Uh, what do you make of the game, and what do, what do you make of just the line between – Lions at, at Tampa Bay is a especially if the Bucks win is a it's a pretty good football game. Yeah, so what we're we're at like three right now, right? So Lions yeah, minus three. three. Yep. Yeah. So um a good amount of injury stuff going on here that needs to be talked about that will like like potentially shift the point spread. The Lions do get back. I'm on Ross St. Brown, their best receiver. Practice yesterday. He's on track to play. Jameer Gibbs, though, does not practice yesterday for the Lions. So maybe it's like the David Montgomery show in the backfield for Detroit. And for Tampa, the guy to watch today, if you're interested in betting this game, or for fantasy also, Mike Evans uh, practiced yesterday in a limited fashion. He didn't practice on Wednesday. Remember, two weeks ago, Tampa on its bye last week. Two weeks ago in their win on the road in New Orleans against the Saints, Evans hurt his hamstring. So, like, this is something to watch where if he doesn't practice today, like, you're probably not going to play on Sunday, and this number is definitely going to go up. So, Bill, it is my opinion and the opinion of, like, smart people that I deal with that if the Lions get, like, a good injury report today, that this number is going to go up. So my suggestion would be if you like the Lions, I would look to bet the game sooner rather than later. If you like Tampa, my advice would be wait literally until like the minute before the game kicks off and bet Tampa at the best possible number you can get the Bucks at because this number is going to go up in all likelihood. Uh, Nick Casos, let me tell you what the, a dream that I have. Okay, I, I get to New York a lot for work. I might be getting there more in the future. Uh, you and I have hung out. I got Pretty Daddy to come out for the first time. He's not a go-out kind of guy. And I took him to – we were looking for a bar. We couldn't find one that was open. It was a Tuesday. We went to a fancy-schmancy place with a hipster bartender who immediately judged Tom and did not like him. Uh, okay. You, for people that haven't seen you, are very hip. You dress very well. You are very sharp. So you and Pretty Daddy – how do I say this? There's a, this is the word he sent me this morning at 4 in the morning. There's a dichotomy between you guys in style. I want to get the three of us to go out – because it'll be like a like a walking circus. Three of us okay. get a drink next time I'm in New York. 
Uh, well, like I, I was, I was thinking more like it was going to be pretty daddy makeover by me. We could get him some like cool <gasps> clothes and have him looking a little better. Yeah, I could it's use pretty that daddy too. But yeah, is he, uh, he is or? married. Got, yeah, he's got a married. He's married. Yeah, yeah, long suffering oh, so wife. Who cares? Yeah, so who cares then? Then he's good. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. People say, why are you wearing that T-shirt you've had for 20 years? And I say, because I've had a wife for 14. I mean, yeah, because I'm, kinda... I'm married now. Exactly. Correct. <laughs> but you're married now, too, and you still I, look I, sharp. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm, I'm more vain than most, which, like, sounds like I'm complimenting myself, but I'm insulting myself. But, yeah, like, as, as time is going to go on, probably care a lot less about these sort of things. Who, who am I trying it does, to Wayne. impress? Who am I trying to impress at this point now? I'm already married. It's done. I promise you, if you come out with us, hanging out with Pretty Daddy in the city is an experience you don't want to miss. It's just, it's, it's like watching an elephant try to, try to, try to navigate. I don't know, the water. I, I really struggle with that. I was trying to make a, a funny analogy and I couldn't get there. But I promise you, it's a thing to behold. I was going to say, based on the way you described that, it, it actually. It actually does sound like something I think I might want to miss. <laughs> this guy brought us a free little mini Negroni, right? Like a little welcome in. I mean, the, it turned out the cocktails were $180 each, but at, right at the moment, you're like, welcome oh. to New York, yeah. Right. Here's a Negroni, and Tom refused to drink it. And I'm like, you got to drink it, buddy. You're going to embarrass the bartender. And it was a whole, and he sat there for an hour, and he wouldn't drink it, and the bartender was clearly a, so offended. And I don't think it was a yeah, coincidence when he cleaned job. his glasses, he sprayed me with water. Yeah. yeah, that's a bad job. Honestly, like, well, well, I think we've it's pretty been pretty well established. Like, Pretty Daddy has no social graces. Like, I feel like if like Pretty Daddy were in Larry David's social circle, like there would be an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm about it. Oh, hundred percent, a hundred. Yeah, Pretty Daddy won't give directions. Pretty Daddy won't give. You know what? I don't even want to get into it because the audience knows we are going to get Nick Costas out with Pretty Daddy. It's going to be it's going to be pure and total magic, uh, Mister Costos. You are a talented dude. I always love having you on, my friend. I love that we're doing this after meeting each other professionally a long, what, five, six years, seven years ago. Thank you, as you do every Friday, for making the show better. I absolutely love to come on with you, man. Always will do it. Um, and, you know, even Pretty Daddy, I say this too. Wishing everybody minimal sweats winning bets, the absolute very best of luck, my friend. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.